From the Bob Volley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Diz Unplugged for Wednesday, September 2nd, 2009. I'm John Magi, and I'll be your host this week. I'm joined by our Orlando team, Corey Martin, Teresa Eccles, Julie Martin, Kathy Rowling, and Kevin Close. And if you're at home trying to picture where we're sitting, you can go by that little introduction, starting from my left. Peter Werner. <laughs> well, they all sit around and want to know what we're doing and what we're wearing and what we look like, so I figured that Kevin out. Kevin is in blue. <laughs> Peter Werner and Walter Eccles are on vacation this week. Um, they're is it really sh- blue? I thought it was gray. All right, that's enough. I'm talking now. I'm over here. They're in Australia, or at least they're on their way to Australia at the moment. Yeah, they ain't there yet. They're still in the air, probably. Doesn't it take like two weeks to get there? It probably does. <laughs> I'm figuring right around now, Pete's got one of the stewardesses in a headlock asking for a cigarette. <laughs> smoke. Where's the smoking section? Oh, let me smoke just a little. Um, and they'll be gone for the next couple of weeks, so I'm going to be filling in as your host. Your ghost host. Your ghost host. And one of the things that Pete said was he's going to try to call in. While they're on vacation, so that should be cool. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to them. But they're also blogging and tweeting and Facebooking and, and all that's before they even leave the room. Um, <laughs> so I'm, he's already posted a blog. Did you read his blog? Yeah, already? it's good. There's a link to the blog thing on the Diz homepage. When he blogs, it also updates Twitter, but he's also Facebooking. So if you miss it, you're Isn't that what somewhere just else. <laughs> no, but Corey's telling us how the process works. Yes. Oh. I should pay attention. He blogs and it updates Twitter and Facebook. You say it now, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> when I Twitter, <laughs> I just get the sweats. In <laughs> uh, this week's show, Kathy Rowling is going to be the star, apparently. She's the only one who has anything to talk about. <laughs> she went to see the Halloween decorations at the no Magic. No pressure there. No. He's also on, too. Sorry. Oh, good. Oh, good. Pressure's off. <laughs> <laughs> she saw the Halloween decorations at the Magic Kingdom. She's going to tell us about those. And she also had a chance to go check out the tequila bar at the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot. And she's a little, still a little tipsy from that. So that should be exciting. <laughs> um, she was leaning a little there. <laughs> she was. She was seen her drive in. All that plus news, weather, and rapid. Yeah, I have a drive in. Okay, do you understand how this works? <laughs> I feel like I'm going through withdrawal. There's only one Eccles. <laughs> it's like when your mom's the teacher, you know. That's what Kevin's doing. Well, Kevin's going to be grounded if he doesn't stop. <laughs> That's true. All <laughs> this plus news, weather, and rapid fires on this week's Diz Unplugged. All right, let's get over to housekeeping first. Um, first thing is Pete wanted to remind me that he's going to have a meet in Sydney on Saturday, September 19th uh, at 12 noon. They're going to meet for lunch at James Squire on King Street Wharf near Darling Harbor. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys are, anyone's going to be in Sydney. Uh, what Saturday, time is that? 12 noon. 12 noon, okay. Saturday, September 19th. You thinking of going? <laughs> Hopping a plane, are you? Are they going to have shrimp on the Barbie? I don't know what they're going to have. I don't really care. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't care. We <laughs> don't care what they're going to have. It's a McDonald's. Um, that's the first thing I have for housekeeping. The second thing is we've got a bunch of stuff in the box, the post office box. Since I usually open those, why don't we give this, put this stuff around the table and let someone else open it. Kathy, why don't you open that? And I hope give there's it a some read. chocolate because I haven't had any today. <laughs> today? <laughs> 
weirdest thing? Corey bought me a chocolate bar. Is it still sitting there? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm in a no chocolate mood right now. You have to hide my chocolate. This is from (laughs) (laughs) the notes. Sounded dirty, didn't it? (laughs) Thanks, podcast crew, for the most amazing trip ever. I don't know how to ever thank you enough, but I know dessert is a good start. This is from Kathy, Wilderness Lodge fan. So we're going to open the box. Kathy won a cruise. Oh, I was going to say oh, we sent her on a trip. It's like, where Look we at go? the little witch. Uh-huh, I was looking at that, too. So there's cute. a cute little witch on the box. Now, when um, a while back, one of our agents, one of the Dreams Unlimited travel agents, Dan, Dan Frankowiak, I'm sure I mangled that, uh, sent some of these to me. These are from the Fat Witch Bakery in Chelsea in New oh, York hence City. Hence the witch. Hence the witch with the little... Okay, and we have... You probably won't like them. Don't eat them. I'll take them back home with me. Oh, get pass them over here. I see we have chocolate. Blonde Witch... Oh, these are the big witch. ones. You got the mini brown cookie. This well, is white chocolate. Buck stops right here, guys. <laughs> 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 There's a little log jam over by Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> Who's hiding her candy? We, we I know. <laughs> From children. Let me see what the fat witch is. That won't. Anybody want a fat witch? Not me, mm. thank you. That's the name of the bakery. Bake just for but you, my It just pretty. says brown. They're dense. They're real heavy. Read the back. Does mm. the back tell you what kind it is? No. No. There's fat. There's blonde it witches. Says, there's walnut witches. Baked just for you, my pretty. <laughs> These are all fat witches underneath. Snow witch. Oh wait, wait, wait. No, there's another layer. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Keep it coming. What really. I'll eat this like one before box. the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat this one after we, we talk about Halloween. <laughs> That's a red, red witch. witch. Ooh, what's card? a red witch? It's a red-headed witch. Let's see. What's a Java witch? Oh. A um, has cherries in witch? it. Ew. Oh, I want the cherry one. That's how you distract raccoons. We received another big box That's of really stuff, right. and Teresa's going to oh uh, Ooh. read the... Oh, there's chocolate over on that side of the table, too. Okay, hang on. Box of chocolate. I might could make myself eat one of those. Skip to the bottom and tell us okay. who it's from first. Oh. Everybody get some? Lynn Ronmos? Ronimus. Ronimus. From Houston. Okay. Hi, podcast crew. I was lucky enough to visit... Paris earlier this summer and wanted to send a little taste of European chocolate to you all. And yes, John, I realize that you said no more food this summer. But to be honest, had already bought this fancy schmancy shipping box. Hopefully the goodies stayed nice and cool. And there's a couple Ooh, out of minus, wow. too. <laughs> there a couple a few sort of, uh, some that sort of jumped out, apparently. I have it on good authority that chocolate received as gifts <laughs> actually contained zero calories. Oh, I love this one. Okay. Stop hitting me. I'm not hitting you. I'm just tapping I've you. also included a park map from Disneyland Paris for your future reference. We were able to spend the day there and really enjoyoyed the experience. Is anybody listening to what I'm saying? Yes. yes. Right. Enjoy the experience. Blah, blah, blah. Well, it wasn't necessarily making the park the reason for the trip to France. It certainly makes a nice side trip for a day or two. Kevin, I hope to hear your take. Hope to I hope to hear your take it on soon. Take it on. Take it on Paris. She wants okay. me to take the chocolate home? <laughs> no, she, <laughs> she wants you to go to Paris. Thank you for all the wonderful podcasts, the Diz site, and all you do for us. We really appreciate all the time and effort you are spend. You all spend making such a great community. While I have not yet been to able to join a podcast cruise, I do look forward to meeting a few of you on the AB, what is it? ABD, Adventures by Disney. I thought she left out the C. ABD trip in April. (laughs) Pete and Walter, I hope you're having a wonderful time down under, and I'm looking forward to your stories and pictures. Love to all. Lynn. Cool. So we've got the letter. Thank you very much. A whole bunch of really nice stuff. Uh, Limp chocolate. Ooh, a pin. Disneyland Paris pin. Disneyland Paris pin. Pearls. 
chocolates. What's this? Mm. Oh, look at that one. Ooh, yeah, la. Oh. Ooh, these are fruit bonbons. And a glad baggie that looks American. I don't know. Kevin, you probably would like to have the pin, right? No? I have that one, but thank oh, you. Oh, oh, oh. So what are those little boxes? Kinder Surprise. I don't know what they are. I can't read them. Are they animal crackers? They look like it. Sort of no, they look like they're... I don't know. Open they're one and look Madagascar. at it. Madagascar. They look like they're candies that have stuff inside Le them. Bon like those surprises inside them. It's one of those. Go ahead. Feel free. Rip it open. Okay. Since I don't read French. And this week, we'll open boxes. Yeah, really. <laughs> and you'll listen. <laughs> yeah, listen. That's all we got this week. It's They'll like take big it and egg. Giant egg. Oh, they are... Oh, with stuff inside them. Oh. Open it up. Let's see. I bet there's a little toy inside. Because <laughs> see, collect all. Ooh, maybe Lumiere's in it. No, this is Madagascar. Those people are going to want that award back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've changed our mind. Give us the statuette back. <laughs> Teresa, don't eat the prize. Yeah, I'll I don't think it's edible. To. Stop oh, chewing when you get to the prize. I do that, though. How do you open it's it? It's like a chocolate egg, and it looks oh, like right. Kevin just bites into it. No, there's... And there's a little prize inside. Oh, my egg's cracked. That's not the only thing that's cracked. Okay, thanks. Okay, now figure out how to... Look, it's opening up like a dinosaur. Check it out. <laughs> there's something in there. All right, you guys are slow. They can't figure out how to open it. You want me to do it? It's childproof. It's we a top. It's, it's all watch drawn. Just tear Teresa it open. Got hers open. Psh, oh, look. A it's a thing. little person. Person with a pointy blue head. <laughs> oh, mine's in pieces. Okay. Maybe I bit too oh, hard. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Kevin's teeth marks on it. Pop it open. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Didn't you ever go to a gumball machine? Just rip the top off. She's cute. <laughs> She's violent. Oh, <laughs> oh, yours rip it open. Too. Step on it. Break it open. Isn't well, it thank you very much. These are very, very awesome. nice. Thanks, Nice box of chocolates. Yeah, for the very, very nice box of chocolates. What you get? It probably won't last very long. Little, I don't know. Little critters. The egg tastes good. It does. She got two. Two. Two dinosaurs. From Madagascar. In one egg? Yep. Yeah. Dang. She had twins. <laughs> Excellent. So, again, thank you very much, Lynn. We do appreciate that. What else you got to open up? That's it. That's the last of the openings. It's piling up over here. Uh, let's talk about weather for a minute. We have some housekeeping. Oh, I didn't know you had some housekeeping. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> some of you may know because we have posted on the Dis Unplugged board and there is a banner on the Dis Unplugged board page. I don't know if that's the right way to say that. Forum. Um, of Ferris. It's for his first buddy walk, um, Ferris's Funky Bunch. We're going to be walking October 17th. Um, it's a mile walk around downtown Orlando. It's to raise awareness for Down Syndrome and money for the Down Syndrome Association of Central Florida. October is also Down Syndrome Awareness Month. So um, we're asking people to donate a dollar um, in support of Down Syndrome, not just of Ferris, <laughs> but for all of his buddies. It will go to the association and... Um, we want to thank those that have already donated. We've had lots of people donate. So that more total than, so far. We set, more the, than, we set the goal at 2,500, and within 48 hours, we met that goal. Yeah. And now we're at 3,600. Oh, my awesome. gosh. It's amazing. People have been a very generous. Person? Well, some, some people, people donate. Over. Yes, some people, people donate, donate more. more but yeah. okay. we didn't want people to feel like they had to donate a lot of money, so we just set it as a dollar. And because if, really if a thousand on, people gave a dollar, it's a thousand dollars, you know. Depending so. on quantity. So, but, right. 
So just show up and walk or what? You ever sign up? No, we, um, there's a link. It's www.firstgiving.com forward slash Ferris Martin. (laughs) F-E-R-R-I-S. Um, He's some be people spell it with an A. Oh, okay. like, <laughs> so, but it's no, it's like the movie. It's like the wheel. Ooh, the movie and was on yesterday. I watched. It's always on. <laughs> but um, that's where you go. You can see a photo of Ferris. We explain like, what's going on, how you can donate, and if you do want to join our team, there's a link on that page where you click join team. Everyone who registers, um, if you're one of the first two thousand, you get a free Chick Fil A sandwich and drink after Woo-hoo. the walk. So that's a little incentive there. <laughs> And if you walk with us, um, I'm doing shirts for everybody. So. Yeah, each team has a shirt, so we'll all be dressed cool. in unison. Walk. <laughs> walk for fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no, Teresa, you're walking for Ferris. <laughs> okay. So we just want to cool. say, you know, if you can donate, please do so. It'll help out the association very much. And um, thanks for those who have donated. Yes. Cool. Excellent. Excellent. We have a very generous group we on do. our boards. We should, it's it's unreal. Any other housekeepings? Ferris has grown. I got myself into some <laughs> trouble today on Facebook. I, I put a update. I said, podcast day. I'll have this show up at midnight if I get 100 responses to this update. Oh, no. Yeah, within 30 minutes, I think, <laughs> there were 100 responses. Well, that's it for the Biz Unplugged for this week. <laughs> Corey has to start editing now. Oh, man. I have um, a quick thank you. One of our listeners, um, Tim and Leslie, on the boards, actually, the Leslie part of that. She sent me a very nice gift. Um, she sent a bracelet that's for Down Syndrome Awareness. I'm wearing it right now. Oh, it's cute. Yeah. Um, what it is, is it's Swarovski crystals. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and little pearls. Well, there are 21 pearls that represent the 21st chromosome, and there are three colored crystals that represent the three copies of his 21st chromosome. And then it has a little charm, and it says love on it. Aww. And each one of these is different, representing... The different children, because every child is different, and the person that you love. So That's I just cool. wanted to say thank you publicly because that was Did very nice cry? of her, very generous you? of her, um, someone I've never met before. You know, so I want to say a public thank you. <laughs> very very nice. Wow. Anybody else? Any more housekeeping? Show over. Oh, I got out of my house last night. The wild dogs went away. Oh, you don't have Facebook. <laughs> I was trapped in my house last night. By two wild dogs that would not let us out of the house. Have an AR-15 you can borrow. They were scratching at the do- door and howling. Every time you open the door, they'd run at us. It was mm-hmm. creepy. And that was storming. It was. But I got out. Cool. Sounds like a movie. The Twilight Zone is <laughs> what it sounds like. a video game, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> or a Stephen King novel. Oh my God. All right. Well, thanks for that weird bit of information. <laughs> <laughs> um, now let's move on to weather. I have to open up my iPod again, my iPhone again. It looks like it's going to be nice, hot but nice all week. In the upper 80s all week and high humidity, we have a chance of showers every day, as is usual. The good news is is that um, September's here, so we're heading into sort of the slowest portion of the hurricane season, so our chances of hurricanes are getting less. No, that's not it. Corey's working the prize we're trying this week and apparently hit the wrong button. There we go. Crisis music. Um, And also we're starting to get cooler, so that's all good stuff, right? We've been cool for a while. We have been cool for a while, but we're getting cooler. So if you're heading down this week or next week, I think you're going to be okay as far as heat and temperature goes. And I guess we'll move on to news. 
that's what he usually does. Is that what he does next? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you're just whipping right through it. I am. I'm telling you, we're going to have a 14-minute show this week. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to stretch the weather out, but no one was helping me. <laughs> it's well, freaking well, hot. What do you want us to say? <laughs> it's going to be nice. It's hot. <laughs> I don't agree with it's going to be nice at all. You don't think it's, it's going to be nice? It's, it's so freaking hot. We were in Magic Kingdom on Friday. I thought I was going to pass out at any given moment. Whew. But it's better than 100. <laughs> 80s is better than 100. When does it start to like go to the 70s? December. Uh, December, yeah. January. January. For about one four day. hours. <laughs> <laughs> comes back up. All right, let's move on to the news. Our first news story is Disney Cruise Line releases yet another kids sale-free promotion. This was uh, for sailings in the first quarter of 2010. Kids 17 and under can sail free on most three- and four-night cruises with two full-fare guests in the same stateroom. This is for categories 4 through 12 only, and uh, sailings are January 7th through April 15th, 2010. Um, This is really, really unusual. This is, you never see these type of discounts come out. So Disney Cruise Line is apparently hurting big time. They've been doing a lot of kids' discounts. They did the 50% off. There's uh, a Mediterranean, two Mediterranean sailings that have kids sail free. This one seems really popular, though. Hugely popular. Everybody on the boards is going nuts mm-hmm. for it. But there's some people out there complaining and saying, you know what? What if I'm not traveling with kids? Well, then have a kid. Well, <laughs> well there's that also one. people complaining because if they don't have um, two adults in the room, like if a mom wanted to take her son, you need another adult in that yeah. room to get the uh, It's always Disney's. Call uh, up grandma or grandpa. Find a way. It's always Disney's policy. You have to have two full fare guests in the room, so. Even if you travel with one kid, they're not going to be free. And the other thing, too, to keep in mind is it's, it, this doesn't include the taxes and the, and the port charges and the fees. So it's not really free, but it's a substantial savings. Mm-hmm. If you, we should you, do a Disney Cruise Line adult swap thread, kind of like they do the stroller swap. You just keep swapping an adult <laughs> per cruise. Okay. <laughs> Can you pick the adult you're going to get? I think that's a completely different board. <laughs> Different website. I think they should do a, a, a seniors senior citizen sale free thing. I think that would be good too. You know, that's one thing that um, we get a lot of questions about. Do you offer any discounts for seniors? And I'm surprised Disney Cruise Line doesn't do that. Really? Because you would think, well, now you've given an incentive to a senior person who probably has kids and grandkids, yep. so that might you know trigger more bookings. But Kathy, have you repriced any of these? Have you seen the price difference? I've just priced. Yeah, I've done some of them, and yeah, there is there is quite a savings. And I I did one for somebody that they were doing two rooms, and we put the other kid in the other room. So there are ways that you got to get fancy and kind of move the kid around. Yeah. But it's anywhere from a two hundred and thirty dollars savings to several, you know, almost a thousand dollars, depending on how many kids you have with you. Yeah. Wow. And how many staterooms you're looking at? So it's a significant savings. So one kid for every two adults. Yep, but. No, but then you can have two or three kids in the same room, and are those free? three are free. Oh. It's two full fare guests in the same room. Okay. So if you had a Category 4 stateroom that sleeps five... Then you could have three kids. Right, and the three kids could be free. Which is big time. Okay. People are booking this like crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. They are. They are. So it's going to be interesting to see. You'll see if Disney Cruise Line has any more promotions that are released throughout the year uh, to try to bolster their numbers. Speaking of Disney Cruise Line, our second news story is Disney's Castaway Key set for expansion. Um, with the upcoming expansion of the, Disney, of the Disney Cruise Line, the Disney 
Cruise Line Company wants to make sure that Castaway Key is ready for the influx of visitors. The 1,000-acre island paradise will be getting an upgrade set to be done by next summer. Some of the items on the agenda are a bigger family beach, more water sports, another restaurant, and 20 private cabanas. The family beach is currently 1,000 feet and will be expanded by 700 feet. Disney wants guests to have the opportunity to spread out and is hoping the expanded beach will allow them to do so. Another tram stop will be added further down the coastline, along with a new restaurant and shops. Also in the works are two corkscrew slides and two new play areas with water features. Um, when we were on our podcast cruise, we were talking to the group guy and a bunch of people, and we were talking about how we thought our next cruise was going to be so big that we really didn't know how what we were going to do. We didn't know if we can do another Palo brunch or things like that. And he sort of alluded to the fact that by that time, there's going to be some really cool new areas in place. So by the next podcast cruise, maybe we'll be able to do something really neat. It's going to be great. I guess so I can. Yeah, those um, private cabanas look like old and rusty, and you have a little flag you can run up to get the waiter to come over if you want something. But there's supposed to be a shower in the rooms. I can just see all the wow. the dizzers like fighting You know, when they open the cabanas up that you have to reserve them. People are going to flock to them. Now, do, you, do we know, Kathy, if they have to be booked with, sort of online ahead of time like a Palo brunch? Or? I, I didn't see that. But there's only going to be four on the um, adult beach, and the rest of them are going to be on the family beach. I read wow. that they'll accommodate up to six people, so yeah. people could share them. You think there'd be more on the adult beach, Yeah, so. but... Hey, I'm the on new the restaurant. Beach. The new yeah. restaurant's <laughs> going to serve the same food as the old restaurant. I think it's going to be called Cookies Two, so we'll have cookies. And Ooh, cookies creative! Too. Yeah, <laughs> two cookies. <laughs> well, I think the idea is that because the island was the castaways and cookies was the, cookie was the only cook on the island, that it would be silly to have another restaurant. Oh, is that how they? Came He's up opened with a that? second one. Okay. Second location. I love Fantasy World. <laughs> That's the story behind Castaway Key. And then there's Ginger's Cabanas. <laughs> oh, wait. Wrong Castaways. Sorry. I have a feeling these cabanas are going to cause problems. People are going to be mad. They're going to want to get them, and it's going to be, I have to get them first, and how do I get them first? And well, that way they can stop complaining them. about that hammock. <laughs> or oh, yeah. I'm to get the single hammock. Did you see the, the water slides, too, that they're going to put in? I didn't see the pictures of them. Yeah, no. that there's... Two water slides that they're putting in, but like you have to like wade out to wherever these are at, and then if you come down the like corkscrew, it dumps you back out into the the ocean, middle of the ocean. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. Well, that beach, all areas around the island are so shallow. There's such a small grade out to them that you can easily walk out to them. Yeah, I wouldn't want them to do that out on the adult beach because that bottom is real rocky. But on the family yeah. beach, it would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Which then makes you think, how are they going to secure it? They're going to have to uh, put cement in the sand in the yeah, ocean? they're going to have to do something. Because they were showing like, pictures of, like, the crane. I know when we were there for the podcast cruise, you saw the big crane sitting alongside the like ship. offshore so drilling mu- or something. So they must do that, you know, obviously on the days where there are no guests. So they must work quickly. Quick setting cement. Mm. Natural <laughs> cement. You know, it's all natural to cast away. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. And that's going to be something else that people will be lining up for. And I'm sad because my kid didn't get to do the corkscrew mm-hmm. slide. And It's like the more they put on there, then there's going to be more complaints. You know, it's sort of, I, I like that they're doing all that. But then on the other hand, I sort of liked that it was as like rustic as it was. I don't know. I guess it, it's what you go to Castaway Key for. I mean, also think about these bigger ships going there. There's going to be that many more people. 
all trying to get six cabanas, you know, all trying to get their kids onto a slide. Well, they were saying, too, that their studies had shown, you know, how Disney's favorite famous for their studies, that most people just get off the ship and plop their stuff on the first part of the beach that they see, and they want to get people to move, I'm using my hands, further down, further the, down beach. the beach. Well, that's why they talk about this extra tram stop, so that they're going to have try to transport people further down and give them the thing. I don't do that. Do you do that? Do you get off and go right to the first spot? Well, we usually go to the adult beach, but this past time we had to stay with everyone else at the family beach but we were a little late with our child with everyone else Uh, we had to be with our kid well that's where the majority of the people are at the family beach but we had to go all the way down in their little bar area where we had Mm -hmm. their party someone else is new that's where I hung out (laughs) we go to the spot and try to find a spot where there's nobody and then we dig a moat. <laughs> we stay on the ship. <laughs> we stay on the ship. <laughs> Where there's nobody. Where there's air conditioning. <laughs> and we like to fill the moat with sharks and... Does the, is the ship... Shark. I mean, is there quite a few people on the ship at Castaway Key? No. Nope. The ship is almost empty on Castaway wow. Key. We love to stay on the ship. We love to use the pools. There's nobody in the pool. That would be nice. Actually, Bob talked about that. We convinced Bob to stay on the ship one time with us at Castaway Key, and we were virtually the only people on Deck mm. 9. And he talked about that being one of his favorite experiences. I'll have to try that sometime. So we're looking forward to that for sure. Anything, Any improvement with Disney Cruise Line is always welcome. Mm. And our final story, and this one is getting all the press and all the buzz apparently, the Walt Disney Company has acquired Marvel Entertainment. Walt Disney Company has announced that they will purchase Marvel Entertainment for $4 billion. Um, the boards of both companies have approved the deal and uh, goes into some details about what the shareholders are going to receive, blah, 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 blah. One of the most important parts of this is that uh, Robert Iger is saying that they are going to honor all existing contracts for the licensing rights of their characters. And this means that Universal will be able to continue to use their I characters. I was wondering about yeah. that. So this is really where the, you know, the, the question comes into play: Is Disney really going to let Universal use their characters and keep that amazing Spider-Man ride? Mm-hmm. That's a really great and ride. The Hulk the roller coaster. Hulk? They will. Yeah. Well, if I were Disney, I'd want to steal it. Well, the contracts. What I understand, the contracts <laughs> read that they continue as long as Universal meets their end of the bargain. There's no cutoff date. It'll be changed to the Mulk. <laughs> and he'll be g- purple. <laughs> it's not even that much. They won't they'll add a C and it'll be changed or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do. There's already talks that um, Disney is going to use these characters in other theme parks that aren't uh, in relationship to a Universal park. So you might see these characters show up in Hong Kong and places like that already, and they're talking about rides that will incorporate those characters. Uh, I'm just not hoping we don't see like Spider-Man's Dumbo flight, you know, or something like that. Or no, Spider-Man oh, will come out of the castle with Tinkerbell, and Mickey Mouse, <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just hope they don't do the teacups reimagined. With, you know, that's going to be confusing because I mean, people already think that Disney and Universal, when they come here. Yeah. Are the same anyway. The same. And now when you start saying, well, Marvel owns it, but they're in Universal, that's going to get confusing mm. for people. I agree. It's going to be a sticky situation. For Next, sure. Disney's buying all the dolphins in the world. <laughs> really? So they can own SeaWorld, too. <laughs> right, all the dolphins. Well, this isn't new for them. I mean, they bought uh, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Winnie the, the Pooh is not Disney. Exactly. The Muppets. The Muppets. Yep. So this, you know, this is what Disney does. They buy up franchises and use them for themselves. So I think it sounds like they have some opportunities to make some cool rides mm-hmm. and some cool attractions. Yeah, but if they come up with another one of those, as you say, Dumbo flight, like they, the, the magic carpets and those dinosaurs in Animal Kingdom, and make it the Spider-Man or Spider-Man's fly or Batman's flying carpets or something like that, it's going to just be cheesy. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to do a real Disney attraction that's going to equal Spider-Man, or they're constantly going to be compared to Universal. Well, hopefully these Imagineers are itching to do something really great. I could see them putting stuff in in Hollywood studios. That was going to be my next question. Where do these characters fit in? Yeah, that's going to be weird. Hollywood studios is my... Walking down Main Street and seeing Spider-Man is just... (laughs) (laughs) Twisted. Right, I mean, even in the different lands, where can he show up? Yeah, but if you think about it, you don't walk down Main Street and see the Muppets. So They're in Hollywood studios. Right. So they have sort of compartmentalized them. As they should. Should be interesting. I thought Disney didn't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have any money for the backs of chairs. <laughs> they have four billion apparently to go buy Spider Man. Well, who sold who sold Spider Man? Who had it before when it was like a thing unto itself or no, uh, it's Marvel all Comics. Marvel. I know yeah. but Marvel Entertainment oh, okay. was a separate entity, I believe. It's Lindsay Lohan, she owned it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I believe they're you know, from what I understand, Marvel Entertainment was the one that was licensing out the characters to Universal. So I'm assuming they were their own corporate entity. I wonder if they gave Universal a choice to buy it and they didn't want it and Disney swooped in and got it. Who knows? Well, Steven, or Universal has that whole thing going on they with Steven. They have Steven's. to pay Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> with Steven Spielberg. <laughs> if he takes a snit, Universal's at a lock. I mean, think about it. What happens if what happens if Spielberg says, okay, that's it, I'm done, I want my money, and then now they're Marvel uh, people. <laughs> they better, <laughs> characters are gone. They better <laughs> hug Harry Potter really hard. <laughs> Harry Potter and Seuss Landing. Is that enough to carry that park? Yeah. You know? No, they depend on Marvel uh, superhero section, island. Big time. So I hardly ever go over in that area. I don't really like that area. I'm in Seuss Landing more than anything. But, but now when you go with the kids, does Max go over? Speaking of Max, where is Max? Max is cleaning his room. He's in purgatory. <laughs> he should be here cleaning my room. He's our intern. <laughs> <laughs> but if he goes over there, doesn't he go and ride those rides? He does, yeah. I guess. I don't know. He this is one of those things where it really focuses uh, Disney more on boys. So now they've gotten more franchises that are directed towards boys of, you know, right. 13 to whatever it is. Well, it would be nice group. if they did, like, character dining or something with them, since there is no character meals for boys. Something That's, other than pirates. Right? They could hire Jesse from Big Brother to be the Hulk. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, a tool. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but do 13-year-old boys really want character dining? I mean, are 13-year-old, I think 13-year-old boys, like, too cool for school. Yeah, they'd yeah, want blood. They were that age. Yeah, maybe going. little kids. What do you think? Ferris is telling us what he wants. Yeah, Ferris, what do you want to do? I think, though, that the idea is what dining experience can I take my boys to that they'll still enjoy while we all have a meal? You know, I'm sure if they go and there's princesses there, they're probably getting antsy and don't want to. I bet don't. there's some 13-year-old boys interested in those princesses. I believe so, too. Probably for the wrong reasons. <laughs> so it should be interesting to see what happens. I you know, it's one of those things where um, 
I look at it as a good thing because I look at anytime Disney can have more inspiration and more ways to expand uh, into different areas, it's always a good thing for us, the, the folks who are going to Disney. But hopefully it won't do two bad things to Universal. This is going to um, fire up those rumors of a fifth park again. Mm. That's very true. They were also talking about that if the economy had been better, that Disney might have bought SeaWorld. I told you they were after them dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess if they see an opportunity, they're going to try to yeah. go for it. That's a, and to my, my opinion, that's an opportunity missed. SeaWorld was really ripe for the picking there. Mm-hmm. So, But who knows also, too, logistically, how hard is it now to then control a park on the other side of town? Now control parks in areas where you don't have parks. It's just there must be some kind of logic behind they can't control it really. You would hope so. The logistics of it. Let's uh, let's talk to Kathy. Kathy's going to tell us a little bit about the Halloween decorations that are going up at the Magic um, Kingdom. Are you skipping rapid fire. What did I skip? Rapid fire. Jeez. Oh, the one thing I have to talk about. This is like <laughs> the hardest thing ever. You know what we should do? We should post on the wall the schedule for you. <laughs> we should. Like big tick marks. Check. Done. Done. Okay. Let's move on to rapid fire since that's what we're supposed to do at this point. Who wants to go first? I'll go. I uh, I spent a lot of time on Disney property this week. I was at Downtown Disney a lot of like three days this week doing some Project X stuff. And I wanted to let people know about a few happy hours that are offered at Downtown Disney. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> this is research you were doing? Uh-huh. Complete research. Um, Wolfgang Puck, the sushi area, they have happy hour, 50% off sushi and sake from 4 to 6, Monday through Thursday, which is a really good deal considering their sushi is expensive. And also uh, Raglan Road, the hole in the wall spot between Cooks of Dublin and the Raglan Road restaurant. They have $2 off beer, um, $2 off house wines, and $2 off well drinks from 3 to 7 every day. It's really the only spot at Downtown Disney where you can get a, a drink happy hour. For Wolfgang Pucks, is it you have to sit at the sushi bar for that, or can you be in the restaurant portion and still? I, I don't know. I, I would assume it's just that sushi area. Okay. Not at the bar itself, but even the little tables that surround it. And the same thing with Raglan Road. You can't go into Raglan Road and take advantage of the Right. They want you at that the little bar area. So, And they also, um, when I was over there doing research, uh, there's a ton <laughs> of people that went up there and ordered this um, Bailey's milkshake. It's $9. I mean, it's... <laughs> but apparently it's like really, really popular over there. It's just basically a milkshake with Bailey's in it. Oh, a ton man. of people... Women were Was it good? I didn't taste it. Yeah. He's not a woman. I'm not a woman. It's <laughs> a girly drink. <laughs> yeah, Julie, I have to go to downtown Disney. I have to go um, take photos and do research. Um, and he's really going out and drinking. <laughs> I'm just picking on you. Yeah, I know you are. Teresa, I think we need to go down and do research then, and we'll check really? out the drink. Do some research. <laughs> yeah. Would you drink a Bailey's milkshake? I don't think I would. In the name of research? In the name of <laughs> <laughs> Take one for the team. <laughs> Got to get content. Mm-hmm. Oh, while I was there, I, uh, I stopped at Fulton's and I tried those uh, portobello mushroom fries. Awesome. Are, Are they, they good? Awesome? See, really, have to go really good. Now, there. we went there the other night for dinner, and dinner was not anywhere near as good as lunch was. Really? Yeah. I was disappointed. The 20% discount for annual pass. I hit the, the dinner mark. It was like 4 o'clock on the dot. Good discount over there. Did you have the same things at dinner that you had at breakfast, at lunch? I had the portobello fries, and then for dinner they didn't have that fried seafood platter, but it was a 
um, a piece of fish and shrimp and French fries. And you know how the the breading at lunchtime was like so white and Light, flaky. And- this was like heavy handed and greasy. It oh, was like total opposite because I took you know friends there because we had such a good lunch, but dinner was like eh. really depends on the chef. Especially when it comes to fish. Yeah. If you have a chef who doesn't know how to prepare fish. Well, but were, the, were the mushrooms the same? <clears throat> the batter was a lot heavier. It just it's disappointing. Yeah. So go for lunch. While we're on Fulton's, I hope I'm not taking somebody's rapid fire about Crab Fest. It's no. mine. Why don't you go next? Okay. <laughs> on September 25th, uh, Fulton's is having a special function. It is Crab Fest. It's from 5 to 8 p.m. It's going to be on the third floor, the bow of the third floor. And it's forty nine ninety five per person. It's go- there's going to be crab and shrimp and scallops. They're going to have Caesar salads, and all of their soups are going to be available. There was a whole list of things what they're going to have: crab claws and king crab and snow crab and crabby crab. <laughs> and they're going to serve uh, their house wines and land shark beer. Again, it's forty nine ninety five per person. You'll have to call Fulton's and make a reservation. But if you're interested, I think John and I are going to be there. We're absolutely going to go to it. What cool. day is it? A, I believe the 25th is a Friday. Okay. You know, that sound, that price sounds high, but crab, it's expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not only the crab. It's their full range of seafood and their high-end seafood. So I think it sounds like it's going to be worth it. Again, uh, there's going to be... all you can eat? Yep. Peel and eat shrimp and um, blackened scallops, I know they said. Their uh, crab and lobster bisque. Their New England clam chowder. And there was a third soup. I apologize. I don't have the details. Yeah, I could take uh, Max and just make him eat as much as he could and not feed him the rest of the week. (laughs) (laughs) He loves crab. It's like a camel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So if any of our listeners go, you'll see us there. Just don't get in our way at the buffet. (laughs) Or talk to us. You'll be sorry. It is. It's uh, September 25th is a Friday. Because I'll throw you overboard. Now, is that the first night of... Halloween Horror Nights. So yes, I don't know, is. but I'm not going to yeah. that. So it is. Okay. It is. So yeah. that's where I'll be. Halloween Horror Nights. It could be just as scary at the buffet with Kevin and I. <laughs> 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 <It could be. laughs> Get out of line. <laughs> just as frightening. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Kevin. Who wants to go next? I'll go. The I was over at the park the other day because people had said it was rumored that the um, Tomorrowland Transit Authority was supposed Ooh. to open. But it didn't. It's been pushed back to September the 12th now. So if you were going to make yeah. a special trip to see the TTA, hold off for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And that's just closed because of Space Mountain? Yeah, I think so. But they're not doing anything to it. It's just... I don't think... I mean, it didn't look any different as you look up, but I think it's probably closed because they're working on Space Mountain. Yeah, because you, that gives you a view inside of Space yeah, Mountain. Yeah. They have the lights on and... Whatever. I'm sure they're going to put something up even when it opens that you really can't see in there. But they had the roof open of space. I can't mountain. see in there half the time anyway when I'm going through. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, so we'll have to wait a couple weeks. I see you wearing your Apollo 11 shirt. Did you watch the uh, shuttle launch? Fine. In my backyard. You didn't go down to no, see it? I didn't it. go down this time because they were saying on the news how bad the traffic was supposed to be. And when we had gone down on a Monday night and you're sitting in traffic at 3 o'clock in the morning, I didn't want to do that again. So, and it was just as inspiring out of my was backyard. It? Yeah, I sat in the driveway and watched it. We see it out of our backyard, our front door all the time. I was torn because um, Don Puckett was supposed to be on Letterman that night. I missed that. Did you see it? No, he, they, I Letterman was, ta- was taunting him from the stage. 
<laughs> about what cool. he was wearing. It was sad. And Don's sitting there looking all forlorn as a Eminem shirt. Oh, it was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. Did he mention the Diz? No. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he still had this big sign. John, John. <laughs> Did he talk about me? <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. Julie, what do you got? Well, also starting September 25th is Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort, and it's going to run through November 1st of this year. Um, it's going to be some family-friendly fun, of course, Halloween activities, whimsical decor, and other terrific fun. How you like Ooh. that word? <laughs> some of the famous villains from uh, classic Disney movies are going to join the festivities, and you'll be able to ride Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy. There's going to be a new fireworks spooktacular hosted by Jack Skellington from Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. And then you can also ride the revamped Haunted Mansion Holiday, which they do every year. And then there's also going to be some ghostly encounters with phantom patrons on the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. You're going to relive the Halloween night of 1939 when the hotel was haunted. And then both parks are going to have your favorite Disney characters dressed up in their Halloween costumes. And then there will be special Halloween treats and merchandise. You can get your um, ghostly goulash. They have jack-o'-lantern mouse ears and collectible Halloween pins. These are going to be for a limited time only. And then on select nights in October, you can go trick-or-treating at Disney's California Adventure Park. It's called Mickey's Trick-or-Treat Party. And then you'll be able to ride some attractions, collect candy. You'll have live music, games, and all sorts of other things going on. Um, separate admission is required, and tickets do sell out every year, so get yours while you can. What dates were that again? The 25th of September through November 1st. So yeah. they start later than we yes. do here. which makes more sense. It's, give it time. Once it gets popular and they keep selling out, they'll yeah. start it in March again <laughs> like they do here. I think that what they really should do to be cool this year is have the Disney characters dress like Marvel characters. Oh, God. Nice. Oh, that would be really cute. <laughs> like Winnie the Pooh dresses Spider-Man. Oh, like that. That, that would be, be cute. Oh, yeah. Could be Minnie, Minnie Mouse could be Wonder Woman. Or Batgirl. <laughs> Batgirl. Cool. Thank you, Julie. Miss Teresa. This one's cool for me. I don't know about the rest of you. House of Blues, Roger Daltrey's coming um, November 25th. If y'all know who Roger Daltrey is, lead singer from The Who. What is he going to do? Use the handicapped entrance and go no, to school? He's not, <laughs> he's not as old as you are, John. <laughs> No, yeah, he is. I know he is. <laughs> he's in his sixties, but he still looks good. Still sounds good. I'll be there. It's um, November twenty fifth, which is the night before Thanksgiving, which is kind of an odd wow. time to go. Thanksgiving Eve. Thanksgiving Eve. Only reason I know that is because my wedding anniversary is on Thanksgiving this year. So, and it's twenty six. So, anyway, sixty nine fifty in advance and seventy two fifty because you're going to go see a turkey. Yeah, really. Before Thanksgiving. <laughs> And then a little mini one. Um, the Bangles are coming September 24th to Velvet Sessions. $50 a piece, six thirty. I talked over your pricing. What was the pricing for? Roger Daltrey, um, $69.50 advance, $72.50 at the door. That should be a senior citizen. <laughs> <laughs> they would, he wouldn't make any money. He wouldn't. I want to let people know, if you go to a, a concert at House of Blues and you eat at House of Blues, you get priority seating or entrance it's really? all it's all standing room usually it's yeah. general admission but you get a priority uh they entrance. might have chairs for those roger dolls yeah. they <laughs> might i'm hoping they do max is going next month for i don't know paramore no he's not going to something else selena gomez no i can't think of this is on the 16th whatever's happening on the 16th the house of Liz. when you told max who he was going to go see who you were going to go see did he say the who 
<laughs> no, he said, that's the guy that sings in the beginning of every CSI episode, right? I said, oh. yeah, that's him. <laughs> There's a cultural reference for a cultural shift, huh? Yeah. No, they know the Who because they listen, forced them to listen to it when they were little in the car. We're going to see Shinedown my eight tracks. in October. <laughs> Are you? For those of you who know who Shinedown is. If not... It's Google probably it. one of those things where probably heard their song on the radio. Yeah. Just don't know who they you are. You hear their song on the radio. Yeah. Only if they're on the oldie channel. All right. Well, that'll do it for Rapid Fire. And let's uh, talk to Kathy for a bit. Kathy had a chance to go over and check out the Halloween decorations uh, in the Magic Kingdom. Seems a bit early to me. It is early. Seems like it's a little Weird. early for it to mm-hmm. be up, but how do they look? I thought the park looked really nice. Um, people on the Diz, though, said that these are the same decorations. It, is, it looks exactly the same. The same. <laughs> I don't remember the statues up by the hub. Oh, yeah. yeah. Were they there? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They, those have been there for about two years oh, now. I must have missed those before. But to me, I thought, it, you know, it's since we're always over there, it's nice to see it when they do something different. And they really do knock themselves out with decorations. I'm, I'm always amazed when I see how Disney decorates because, like, if you put decora- decorations up outside your house, you probably have, like, maybe one or two pumpkins. And they've got, like, pumpkins up outside of every store. They've got them, like, carved to look like a, a bottle of Coke outside of Casey's and a hot dog and over every store it has something to do with the theme of that store like over the fire department they have like a little fire plug and it's just it was nice to see it's just you know like down main street in the two hubs but um it really brightens up the park now this is uh while people are saying these are the same decorations as last year i don't know if it was last year or the year before was when they finally stepped up the halloween decorations yeah there's a time when our magic kingdom was terrible yeah, they had like little uh, cardboard, not cardboard, but you know, little posters hanging on all the light posts. And now they have the, the same decorations that Disneyland had before us. Okay. Because if you look at the Disneyland decorations the year um, before they came here, it's the same ones. Like the Mickey pumpkins okay. on all the light posts. But yeah, it was weird. We were walking up and seeing the, because uh, we were at the Magic Kingdom last week too. Like, whoa, Halloween yeah, decorations. Yeah, it's August. <laughs> You're like, oh, hello. Yeah, it's it's weird how early it is. Well, I just always figure that goes, oh, yeah, okay, parties must be coming. That's how you, to me, in my mind, it's like if you go over and then it's decorated for Christmas, you know, the Christmas parties are right around the corner. So, Did you guys get over to Toontown at all? That's the only section we didn't go to because I, I need to go back for that section, but it was, uh, we just did the whole loop. Because they usually do a really good job over in Toontown, too. Oh, I didn't check that out. I have to go look. They usually decorate that little um, farm area, the, oh, okay. the barn yeah. area, and stuff like that. Really cute. And the lights are already on the castle. They're not lit, but they're on there. And the crane is gone for anybody that was concerned about that. Now, the lights are the lights for Halloween or are they for Christmas? For Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I can remember when they first put them up, it seemed like it took them forever. And now it's like they got that done in less than a week. They probably the first time put a lot of infrastructure in, so now it's just yeah, a matter maybe, of hanging yeah. them. You'd think they would figure out a way to do something for Halloween first mm-hmm. with the same mm-hmm. set of lights. Maybe they will. Yeah, you never know. Meet the castle one big candy corn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or, or do an overlay like they did um, for Stitch. Do you remember when they had, like, the graffiti on yeah. the castle and stuff? They could do something like that for Halloween. Well, you've been to the parties, right? And mm-hmm. at, at the end of the night, they project or 
during the fireworks and during the parades, they project out of the castle the ghosts and things like that. I like going down Main Street when the party's going on and they have all the lights on the different buildings. And the witches flying by mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. Anything new or different that you saw? You think it's all the same decorations? It, from what I can see, it's exactly the same. I, I kind of went and did a, a compare with last year's photos. If you want to see what it looks like this year, go look at last year's photo. <laughs> and, Seriously. I don't know. To me, I mean... Maybe maybe I blocked out last year's, but to me, I mean, it just looked really nice. That you know, it was something different to look at in the park. I like Halloween. I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't have the pumpkins set up um, in front of the train station yet this year, and they had the whole flower bed yeah. as a pumpkin. But um, I think as it gets closer, probably well, which is this week, they'll have the pumpkins at night, which light up. And then they usually have some over at the um, TTC. They have some decorations over there. And those weren't up yet either. What are you going to be this year, Halloween, John? Alone. (laughs) In the dark, not answering the door. Do you have trick-or-treaters come to your house? We do. We don't get a lot, but we do. We have kids that come around. And usually what winds up happening is the last kid who comes gets a big box of candy. Take it all. We we usually go to the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. No, you don't. Take the candy. And trick-or-treat. And then give it out for Halloween. Oh, and John's, an idea. And John's <laughs> the last time there's um, there's a children's home not far from us, and I w- I said last year we got there was a couple of us and we got seventy five pounds of candy. Wow. We weighed it, and after Halloween, and we had taken all the good stuff out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Took all the Hershey out. And all the exactly. You yeah, left the, the what's those those Chico sticks? Exactly. <laughs> Mary Jane's. And the Mary Jane's. <laughs> And the Mary Jane's over. They're part of the walk around the world. Um, we took it all. Actually, there was a huge box, and we took it up to the children's home. And the lady looks at me, and she goes, you're just going to give us candy? Uh, yeah, we are. Please just take it. <laughs> take it out of our house. I used to love the houses in our neighborhood that would uh, you go up to the house, and they were, there was a sign by a bowl, please take two, and the bowl was just empty. <laughs> it's like that episode of the Friends when Monica's making the heavenly little candies and people knocking on her door at four a.m. Candy lady. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Cor- Julie and Corey probably went full size candy bars on Halloween? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the full size, and you hide them from my dad because you know yep. he'd be waiting at the door when you got home. Give me the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then you would go to the house where they made popcorn balls. Yeah. Think, yeah. So that I was my went. house. What was my mother always gave up popcorn balls? Did you ever get pennies? <laughs> We had a dime lady. You'd walk in one door. You'd walk in one door of her house, and I think she's dead, so I can talk about her. And <laughs> she's not listening. Beware. If you die, Teresa's going to talk and, about you. And she'd give you a dime, and then she'd say, you can keep the dime, or you can give it to UNICEF. Oh, and I kept my dime God. every year. And you had to sign your, every year, you had to sign your name if you kept your dime. I'm not sure why she made you sign your name, but then you'd go out the other door and... She I don't know why we went back every year. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> you, actually, you actually physically walk through her house? Yes, because she had a, a front, an old front porch with two doors. That's a sign of the time. So would you let yeah. your kids walk through anybody's house nope. today? Ooh. But she'd be sitting there at the table with, you know, shiny dimes. You can keep your dime or give it to UNICEF. This is my daughter, UNICEF. <laughs> <laughs> I kept my dime every year. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> that was, that's what I found weird when I moved down here is how they trick-or-treat, like, out at the curb. At least yeah, they do in my neighborhood. They're they did that in Georgia too. Lawn chairs, like handing out candy instead of like really, out. yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah, they, that's door. They, do. they did that in Georgia too. They sit in their driveway. 
Yeah, I thought that was sort of Corey weird. wants to do that, except he wants to like dress up scary and sit in the no. chair and, you know, and with the candy on your lap. Yeah, like, you know how you see like America's Funniest Home yeah. Videos. They just and the rifle. Close enough to the house to soap the windows. They don't even do that anymore, do they? Where you? I sold for a fundraiser in high school. I sold Halloween insurance. So that uh, for $5 or whatever, oh, if, somebody soaped, clean? if somebody soaped your windows or toilet papered your trees, we'd come clean it up for you. And we'd get to most of these houses, and they just go, oh, that's okay. We didn't think you were coming back, but we raised quite a bit of money that way. Oh, that's cool. That's cute. That is cute. But people don't soap windows anymore, do they? (laughs) It's like extortion. We'll make sure your house doesn't get toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the mafia a little bit. Whatever angle. It's protection money. You want us to watch your house lighting. (laughs) In the bad neighborhood. Funny. And you would actually go back and do it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But kids don't even do that anymore now, do they? <laughs> it's Teresa hoarding the dimes, and there's cash really? between people's houses. <laughs> no, the dichotomy we have here on the round table. They still do that because when, hoarding we, my dimes. when we first moved here, somebody toilet papered our tree out front really? of Halloween. Yeah. Wow. Where do you live, Mayberry? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I live in no-name town out, out the road. Oh, that's right. We didn't even have trick-or-treaters last Davenport. year. It's not Davenport. Really? <laughs> it's not Devin. You didn't get any trick or treaters no. last year. I think we got three. No, any. Didn't we hide? Didn't I say let's turn off the lights? Oh my gosh! I, I don't think I wanted to we do it last year. I think we went. I think we went somewhere. Yeah. I always go to like downtown Disney or Caribbean Beach has like a little Halloween party. I never stay home to hand out. We went candy. to Waterford Lakes and that was fun. Walking mm. around the stores and your costumes mm. and yeah, you know, you can go to the Florida Mall. Yeah, same kind of thing. Yeah. Did you trick or treat? No, but my children did. Well, my one child did. <laughs> Max. <laughs> He's actually still wearing his costume, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> now Stella. She's still into it. Wait, is that what we did? We went to Florida Mall? Did we no, do that? No, 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 But I know you can trick-or-treat at you the stores. You can trick-or-treat at the Florida Mall. But you know what's funny is I think we were at the mall shopping for me because I was pregnant. I'll have these pants and these Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a big detour off of that conversation, isn't it? It's Halloween. We not yet. It's really not. Halloween. It's September 1st. <laughs> the conversation stayed kind of Halloween. And you had a chance to go over to the tequila bar, I understand. Yeah, I did okay. get to try the tequila. But you saw where the Halloween decorations were, the Halloween discussion were. <laughs> but it's really, I was, I'm always amazed when Disney had something somewhere, like how they... they Fit it in, and it looks like it's been there forever. And the name of it is La Cava Tequila Mockingbird. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man, La Cava de, de Tequila. Uh, Shahini, uh, yeah. Grey Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had the name here, um, but it's open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And I was there on a day that wasn't Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm. Um, oh, here we go. It was like my first paper. Of course. Um, it opens at 3 p.m. And they give you, like, samplings like they do on the, the cruise ship that you get to try the different ones. It's $35 a person. And it's, it's like, as you come into the Mexican pavilion and you go down the ramp on the right-hand side, it's tucked in over there. And, it, like I said, it looks like it's been there It used to be, like, a uh, clothing store. I used to have a little clothing. I remember when they were redoing it and they were cleaning the stuff out. Okay. Maybe I didn't pay attention there either, but um, it's a nice. They had like a li- nice little bar, so I'm I'm gonna try to go back this weekend and. 
in the name of research. Check it out. <laughs> tequila. Tequila in Florida heat. Just, oh, I, you know something? I'm thinking the same thing. Tequila, I mean, most alcohol makes me sweat really bad. And I can't imagine doing shots of tequila and walking around Epcot. Oh. <laughs> that sounds pleasant, doesn't it? Doesn't. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. Well, I'm, I'm not a drinker, and I when um, the Germany Pavilion has the, the mulled wine, and oh, yeah. every like fall I'll go and have one. And to me, it seems like the walk out of Epcot is so long. Like it got twice <laughs> as long. Because you're not moving. <laughs> you're just yeah, moving your feet. Just, yeah. So I'm there like the tequila bar. At least it's closer to the front of the park. <laughs> You know, and I have my designated driver with me. It's also in the Mexico Pavilion, which seems to be the coolest of all the pavilions, at least, mm-hmm. temperature-wise. It's real dark yeah. and dim. Is this thing going to be, like, up and running for the when we're drinking around the world? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, good, good. Lord. Yes. Teresa and tequila. <laughs> Can you see um, the bar area with the tequilas? Is it set up with all different brands and bottles? Yeah, they have, like, as you, there's, like, a podium, I guess, where you check in or you tell them what you're going to do. And then... As you walk in the door to the left is like where the bar is and everything, and then there's like nice, you know, tall tables you can. Isn't that the drink where you get the worm in the bottom or something? I remember having that in Mexico. That's tequila. I guess I'll have to go try it. (laughs) (laughs) And they have some little like snack foods too, but throw yourself on the tequila bottle. Well, this you know this makes drinking around the world. This takes us to a whole new level. Really, Mm -hmm. you know, if you start off at Mexico, it's going to be stumbling around the world. Well, when they did, we did the um, martini tasting on the cruise ship, the majority of the people liked the martinis that were made with tequila better than, mm. like, the gin and the vodka. So I'm interested All to All three of those see. liquors are so gross. <laughs> Depends <laughs> what they drink mix battery it with. I like, <laughs> I like margaritas, but when I went to uh, Paradiso, I had a little tequila thing. They serve at room temperature and as a sipper. Okay. Sipping tequila was difficult for me. Even though it was high-quality tequila, it was still difficult. It's like sipping nail polish remover. I went from the coldest beer they had in the world to sipping room-temperature tequila. Mm. Like, oh. oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, again, it's something different for people. That if you, oh, it is. If you're a yeah. tequila person, now you've got a place to go. Ooh, Ferris is pulling Mommy's shirt off over here. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. Hey. He's like, what are those? <laughs> I remember those. All right, I knew we were going to have a lot to talk about today, so I have a, a special end to our podcast. I have a mini Stump the Round Table. Four questions. Uh. They're Walt Disney related more than Disney World related. Mm. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Come on. Is there money involved? There is money involved. <laughs> Have, Is you it? Know, you think it's fair that Kevin plays? You can have Teresa's dimes. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa did the march of dimes through that lady's house. <laughs> oh man, you've been thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been trying to figure out where I was going to sit. Over there. And what I'd like you to do is instead of just screaming out the answer, if you know the answer, say your name. Okay. Oh, like it's a, just like the Phillips file. Uh, the Phillips file. Banana. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We have a local radio station that they do a, a similar uh, show banana? in order to sort of like hit a buzzer and indicate they know the answer, yeah. they say their names. It's so funny. So let's practice. Teresa. Exactly. Teresa. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Not that I'm going to get any of these questions. <laughs> Not of Kevin's plan. What's the chance over here? All right. Here's the first question. Teresa. How many <laughs> brothers and sisters does Walt Disney have? Or slash had. 
Ooh. Julie. Julie. Two brothers and one sister. Close. Oh. Two of each. Teresa. <laughs> She's good, isn't she? Really disqualified. My buzzer didn't work. No, it's not two of each. Okay, guys, ready? He had three older brothers and one younger sister. Wow, I should have known. I can only think of two brothers. And that's question number two. Name them. Oh, yeah, this is going over well. <laughs> yeah. I know, Teresa, Mickey, Donald, Roy. Are the brothers <laughs> Huey, Dewey, and Louie? <laughs> and and Daisy. sister is Daisy. Daisy's his little sister. You know the sister, I know, Kevin. Come on, Kevin. He knows her. Well, you know the name. You'll know it when I say it. Begin with an A. Lily Bell. No. Ruth. Then there's. Uh, oh. Ruth. Well, we know Roy. Oh, yeah. Roy. I can name Roy. <laughs> I was yeah. done. The three boys are Herbert, Raymond, and Roy. Huh. Wow. And, huh. The, and the sister is Ruth. Do the questions get easier? This one's a little easier. Stump the round table, knock them down. Name the, name the children of the man who invented Teflon. <laughs> a true Disney fan would know these answers. Yeah, well, I'm sure there were the rest of the echoes aren't here. Really? <laughs> I'm sure there are listeners who are saying, I can't believe they didn't know the answer to that. How would I know Ruth? What did Ruth do? Didn't they mentioned her in that little walkthrough world's world thing. She has a candy bar, baby Ruth. That's a different baby oh, Ruth. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Next question. Name the Disney character and the movie they appear in that is Disney's name spelled backwards. Oh, I know. Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. I don't know who answered, so it might be Kevin. <laughs> it's Fantasia, and it's Jensen. And who is Jensen? The guy. <laughs> yes. the, the, um, the, the evil sorcerer. The evil sorcerer, yeah. The sorcerer who Mickey was the apprentice of. He was mighty ugly. Wow. Scary looking. Did anybody else know that? And just Kevin was too quick on the draw? He was. I had that. Yeah. I, I would love to say yes, is. but no. Ruth. <laughs> That's right. Third. <laughs> Ruth just Roy. Oh, well, at least we didn't get totally stumped. <laughs> There's one more. This one's hard. Oh, and the other ones weren't? Really? The other ones are easy. Raymond and Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> the slow Disneys. What did they do? They were his brothers. They didn't have to do anything. They just mooched off him, apparently. On September 11th, 1968, Walt was pictured on a U.S. commemorative stamp issued in his honor. What was the face value of the stamp? At <laughs> Teresa. The Teresa. Three cents. No, but close. Five cents. Am I higher? Julie. <laughs> Ten cents. No. Two. You can't just call out numbers. 1968. What do you think postage was? Well, let's okay, see. It was 25 cents when I was a little girl. Was it really? Uh-huh. I was nine in 1968. I didn't buy a lot of stamps. I had to send letters. I had a pen pal that year, but I think I had to have extra postage. Let me think. Julie, 15 cents. No, it's too high. Good Lord. It's 15. Know. 10 is too high. Seven. Six cents. Six cents. Hmm. He had a six cents commemorative stamp. I wonder what that's worth today. You're not allowed to do those anymore. Why? Really? Because they were difficult. Because I didn't pick the super easy ones. Right. Well, I wanted to be super easy, but good lord. Let's let's all have a question to stump John next week. Okay. And on that note, 
That's going to do it for this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you guys for participating. And uh, Like we had a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Some people had a choice. They weren't here. And uh, we'll see you all again next week for another edition of the Diz Unplugged. <laughs> <laughs>